RJ Barrett, he once was good. He used to jump so high. And then Thibodeau came in. He came in and took his smile. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 10 of Pump Fakes and Hot Takes. I am your host, Chiso Madelier. With me today, Vinu, and the guy that's whooping my ass in fantasy right now, Noble. Uh, I'm, 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 fact he, checker. He, he's he's <laughs> extremely happy right now, as I can see him celebrating uh, Valentine's Day early. Mm. <laughs> Scotland, fam. Yeah, yeah. I'm out here with the Scots. Yeah, you know, I got my kilt on. I got my little bagpipes. I'm about to blow blow myself a song and dance in my blue skirt. This know? guy's actually got a kilt on uh, with bagpipes. He's standing in a field. <laughs> That's what we're doing the podcast from today, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Call this dedication, please. Thank you. But yeah, man. How you guys doing? How you doing, Vino? I'm doing in it. I'm going. <laughs> it is what it is. It's, a, it's uni and then the job. It's a lot of things, but hey, we find time to to still try and make trades to get more players playing to win our fantasy matchups every week. I'm down sixty, man. I'm down sixty. I'm just trying to get a few more. Players. I wouldn't know what that feels like. That's the perspective of the next fan, really. Just nothing but disappointment. Bro, the disappointment. Why are we surprised? Why are we surprised? Okay, see, a 14th, we should have a parade just for that. The day that you drop to 15th is the day that I clap. Hey, uh, nobody's looking at OKC right now. Nobody's surprised by our standings. I'm just saying, you're the one out here. Out here, go go slide, gaslighting. I said go sliding. You're out here gaslighting the whole NBA, bro. With your bro, position. we're in the playoffs. We ain't gonna be eight. We're in the playoffs. Dude. You ain't gonna be. Yeah, you know, Nick. You know what? Yeah, the Knicks are the only team yeah to count themselves in the playoffs before the playoffs start. Because I swear, every other team <laughs> waits until the season's over. <laughs> they wait until the season's over, and then they start the playoffs. I didn't, say, I didn't say I'm in the playoffs right now. I'm saying we're in the playoff picture. Let me correct myself. We're in the playoff picture. It's just an achievement, fam. Just to be that one. But for you to see that eight beside your name, I understand. It's a shock. But, bro, calm down. We've been here. See, I know you don't know this, but Chisholm and I, we've been here. Okay? So, tranquilo, no, tranquilo. No, you're about to match your roster size with your uh, league standing. So, if you could kindly please stay... <laughs> I don't care with your opinions. Your best player is Al Horford. Shut up. Oh, man. No, so are you going to take that? He is, because he knows the truth. You know what? Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of youth coming up. We have a lot of, we have a lot of good guys, bro, in the yeah, works. Sure you know what? I'll take my... I'll take the... I'll take the... Let me say this honestly. Yo, yo. Let me say this honestly. I'll be chest. I would take the young guys in OKC over the young guys in New York any day of the year, bro. The yeah, young guys man, in OKC man, are 110% in every way, shape, or form you could ever think of in any basketball metric possible honestly, better than the young honestly, guys that I you guys got in New York. If you think that's an argument, come here and battle me, bro. I think it's just a matter of time before Darius Baisley uh, overtakes Tim Duncan as the best power forward in NBA history. I just <laughs> obviously you don't see that when he does his two step. You don't see that left. Oh man! Look, Luke, you don't see that left. Well, since you want to be sarcastic, RJ Barrett is better than Derrick Rose, right? You don't see this boy. Next coming of Wade. Flash. Hey, we'll see what RJ <laughs> We we need him to average seventeen points. Out here dropping triple singles at everybody, bro. Dives on their head. Doing what Shea does is not enough for you to even be the thirteen seed. This year, bro, they bro. said, OKC, I think this was the OKC rule. They said, OKC, you can have playing games. Just make it to the 10 seed. Don't be that bad. But they were like, nah, fuck it. We're going to go all the way. And they went all the way down to 14. I'm sure you're already- Bro, we don't owe nobody nothing. So imagine if we happen to find ourselves in a position where we can get more picks, even oh. more picks, bro. You're thinking about this season. You ain't doing shit this season, though. I don't get why you're so gassed. You're not doing shit this season. 
You're gonna sit on your couch and watch the playoffs. I, you're not even gonna make it to the playoffs. You're gonna watch the playoffs with me, but you're gonna fuck up your standards by being right either ninth or tenth. You know what? You might make it to the plane. You know what? The next destiny is the plane. That's why you're gonna go there and win nothing, not even a single game. It's not gonna be like no. It's not. No one gets to defend you. You just go there to lose, and that's it. That's your season done. I am actually mm. sick and tired of these hopped up OKC fans. Just because they had OK, they, they had a KD, Russ Westbrook, they had all of these guys. How many rings do their franchise have? I know the answer to that question. <laughs> and the thing is, he won't like to answer that question because he's like, to say, oh, I'm OKC, oh, we've been there before. Where have you been, bro? Where have you been? You've been overtaken at the, before the finish line every single time. Every single time. Okay, that's calm. Time. Oh, we stay relevant, bro. You, you know what? Yeah, if I bring if I bring a if I bring a basketball newspaper and and flip through it for over the past ten years, over the past yeah ten years, bro. What you know? How many times the Knicks get mentioned? You know? Do you know when the Knicks come up? When Knicks come up when someone fucks them up? Really? It's Steph Curry dropped fifty at the Knicks. Who is this young new emerging star? <laughs> or LeBron does sixty. Carmelo does this. Oh, Carmelo gets fucked. Sorry, what well, Carmelo's best points didn't even come against. I swear, his best points came when he was against the Knicks. You can you can think what you want. Nah, he won a scoring title when he was. When he was on Denver, he, scored, he won a scoring title when he was though. But Chisom, listen. All I know is when when was the last time you had an OKC uh, uh, OKC report? Anyway, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's but, been, but, but, it's been but, a, a hot minute. Before this season, hey, yo, okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a reverse question for you. Just um, you see how you said a minute, yeah? In mm. in a respective amount of time, yeah? How long, before this season, how long was it since you read a valuable Knicks report? In the you news? read Knicks reports every ah. year. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they That's always... Why I said valuable. They, we don't want to hear that Charles Oakley... We don't want to hear that Charles Oakley. We don't want to hear that Charles Oakley's out here. Like, There's always the rumors of, of who is going to New York. You know, there was, yeah. there was, a, there was a time where Zion and, and KD Zion and Kyrie... Zion was going there with KD and Kyrie. Was yeah, that's for, all it is. Gossip Mill. You guys are the Shade Room, fam. The Knicks are the Shade Room of the NBA Association. Who's, who's ever been to OKC? Who? Which free agent has ever come to OKC? Paul George was traded there. Paul George. was traded there. Which... Free agent has sat down and said, you know what, this offer sheet from OKC looks nice. Let me take it. Which one? Name one. (laughs) 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 For a second, Noble looked frozen and it's just like, you can see his brain just just moving. Okay. (laughs) You're you're missing the point. People are stupid. You know how people people are fucking dumb, yeah? Yo, no one is gonna see. Yeah, see, no one is gonna see like a a used up or broken up Lamborghini and say like, yeah, I want to go drive that. Mm. But if you tell the person, yeah, if you take this broken up Lamborghini, yeah, and you go and you do literally two days of work on it, it will be better than than the best Lamborghini on the street. Obviously, at that point in time, the person is gonna want to do it. So OKC looks like shit from outside. Obviously, I get it. Y'all, y'all niggas are blind. I understand it, but for like people with a higher Higher understanding, yeah. Not everybody, so I don't, I can understand where you're coming from. I don't blame you, but people with a higher understanding get to see that. Oh shit, there's more to this city than they actually that people can see. People can see the love. They can see the community. They can see. <clears throat> they can see the management. A management that cares about you, bro. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about your mental. OKC is there Yo. to front us foster your mental to make you a better player that's why when you're there that's why the players always play better than they shoot the team always performs usually better than they should this season is an experimental season we have a whole yep. bunch of we have a whole bunch of new people whole bunch of new coaches and everything obviously yeah it's not gonna work out but guess what come see us next season no, but I, you, you know you're having a bad season when you start talking about community bro. exactly but you see what i'm saying i really appreciate the pitch and i i, I like the delivery no i really do listen a plus <laughs> But listen, the reality is, how many people have you told that pitch? I don't know. How many people of OKC told a similar pitch? I don't know. But what I do know is how many people, big name free agents, have actually went with that pitch. And that answer to that question is zero. Now, enough about your trash ass team. And let's talk about a team that's equally 
as OKC as OKC is, which is the Brooklyn Nets with Jeff Jeff Green, KD, James Harden. <laughs> oh wait, shit! I found your team, Noble. But um, they they not doing too hot. Right <laughs> now, they really not doing too hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you know what? Yeah, if someone's comparing me to the Brooklyn Nets, I'm calm, I'm cool, and I'm chilling. Sorry, I found you know who the Knicks have been compared to. I found your ex. She's in Brooklyn. Now. He, he he's found all, all all the players that that were supposed to bring uh, OKC a championship. I, I get the I get the fucking point. Just so you don't have to explain. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. These guys, they, they without KD, they've been they've been losing games, and even Kyrie Kyrie came out and said they've been playing like 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 a hot mess. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Who lost to Detroit, bro? Who loses to Detroit? Nice. <laughs> Who? I saw they lost to them on a back to back. Bruh. Detroit has six wins on the season. Two of them against two of them against wins. the Nets. Good lord. Part of it, I don't really think is, is like, I'm not taking it too, too seriously because KD was out uh, for most of this week. And it's like, with without KD, yes, they're supposed to be able to win those games, but at the end of the day, they they don't have very much depth, uh, depth rather. And these guys are, like, they've lost the biggest head of that big three, which is KD. So it's like, I, don't, I can't really blame them for, for losing some of those games, but still should have won that game against Detroit. See the thing, bro, they can't win because they can't guard a sleeping baby, fam. Jeremy Grant came out, hung 32 points in their head. Yo, if the Detroit Pistons are using you to make a statement, a statement on the season, you know you're fucked. If the worst team in the NBA is using you to set the standards of this is how we have to play to be better, you're fucked. You need to go back... And then, bro, look at the team, though. Someone said it. I can't remember the coach that said it. Sorry, I think it was Richard Jefferson that said it. He said, <clears throat> we love Steve Nash, and he's an MVP. He's an MVP, and he's a Hall of Famer, everything. All of Who has ever, ever accused Steve Nash of being a great defender? No one has ever seen Steve Nash and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to lock up that boy. And then, do you know who, who, who is his assistant? Let it fly, let it fly, D'Antoni. Seven seconds and less, baby. <laughs> let it fly. <laughs> bro, like. How are you going to... They need to... I don't know, bro. They need someone with a proper defensive mentality in there. They need a properly defensive-minded player and coach. Because without that, that team is kaput. I mean, it, yes, I, I'm not going to lie. You you, you are going to have enough... They have enough weapons. They have enough weapons in the gun to, like, kill people on most nights. But I'm not going to lie, yeah. Defense is a, defense is a scary thing. Because all you have to do is lock up KD for one play. One play and the whole team is gonna go. What the fuck? Like you get a, a nasty block on him, and then the whole team picks up from that, and then you you cannot stop a rolling ball, fam. You see what the thing yeah. is? <clears throat> from the moment they made the Harden trade, I was skeptical about it because they traded away a lot, and they've lost out down low. They've lost out on depth. They already lost Dinwiddie earlier in the season. They've been struggling <clears throat> to get it going when it's just two of them. And they did a better job with Harden and KD than Harden and Kyrie, yeah. But I don't think it's enough firepower, bro. It sounds like it's enough, but it's not enough firepower, just the two of them. They need more. They need to pick up someone from free agency, anyone who can just kind of create their own shot, anyone who can run off the bench, just anyone. Because Dinwiddie, I don't know when he's back, but it's not anytime soon. So they need someone. The Brooklyn Nets, they're going to struggle with this current setup in the playoffs because none of their guys are strangers to injuries, apart from Harden. Harden's, he's kind of stayed injury-free, but Kyrie's had his problems. KD's had his problems, recent problems. He broke his leg back in uh, OKC as well one year. He's, he's had injuries. So you need to be able to rely on the other two guys when one's out. You can't just be losing just because one of your big three is out. They need to find a way to win, and I think to do that, they they can probably do it without if they screw down on defense, but that's difficult. It's easier to just make an addition, someone who can kind of help their offense get going off the bench and also be a defensive guy. So not a 3 and D guy, but a playmaker off the bench who's decent on defense. I'm not sure who's available in free agency, but if there is someone who fits that mold, they need to go get him ASAP. 
to me, I think it has to be done on the defensive end. Just because when you get into the playoffs, like we all, like everyone has said, there's only one ball to go around, right? When you get into the playoffs, if Kyrie, KD, and, and, um, and Harden are healthy, I think you, you have a good shot to win games, mm-hmm. right? Like, not even a good shot. You have a great chance to win most games. The problem is, how do you stop people on, on the other end? How do you stop Giannis on the other end? How do you stop um, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on the other end? Right? To me, that's where the issue is. Because right now, they might lose a couple games here and there because of you know minor injuries to KD and COVID, quite like, um, um, COVID taking guys out for a couple games here and there. And it's like, they're still going to make the playoffs anyway. So when you get in the playoffs, how are you going to stop those other top tier teams on the other end? And to me, you don't stop them by just trying to score more points because in the playoffs, the game is going to slow down, right? We all know that like there's going to be less possession. So there's going to be um, less opportunity for whoever the other guy that you pick up off the uh, to put on the bench. He's going to have less opportunity to shine. So it's like, you need someone who can come in there and doesn't doesn't care if they get only like four or five shots, but then on the other end is just going to put in work and put clamps on on other scorers or can just block a shit ton of shots, which they don't have anyone doing right now. They have Jeff Green playing like twenty minutes a game at the center position, which is a recipe for disaster because Blake Griffin is going to eat him up, and every other big when Embiid comes into town, that's going to be food. When Giannis comes into town, that's like he's going to eat. You know so they could have done, yeah, done with a player like a David Noaba. Not mm. someone like that. Yep. G- get him to put some, some clamps on, on uh on, on some wings. Like you, you can have him on, on uh Jason Tatum. So not not Jason Tatum rather, uh Jalen Brown. Yeah. Uh and pl- play some defense. Because to me it's like defense. you can only score so much and even look at like the one of the teams with, with the best offense, um, Washington. But then the problem is they can't hold they can't hold water on defense. So they they score 120, they give up 122. They score 140, they give up 150. Yeah. And it's just like, well, if you keep scoring, the other team they'll keep scoring too. And one pivotal possession, the game comes, and the other team is able to get a stop. You're not, and that's game over. Mm. So I think it has to, to start on that defensive end. I agree with you. What are you guys thinking about MVP, though? MVP. That's a... He can't really be KD anymore with, with the Nets playing like this and him being out for a little bit. Unless he, when he comes back, is kind of a resurgence for the Nets and him. But right now, I don't think he's in the MVP race. Not the top five, anyway. Yo, wait, who do you, first off, who do you guys kind of have in that top five to start? I've got... I'm I'm loving it because I like bigs. So inspirational. I like mm. bigs. I think it's gonna be a big that wins it this year. I've got Embiid. I've got Jokic. LeBron's gotta be in there. Curry. I'd put Curry in there. I'd put Giannis in there. I know last week I said I thought Giannis would win again. I don't know if I agree with that anymore. But Giannis mm. would be in the conversation. But yeah, Curry, Embiid, LeBron, Giannis, and. Jokic, basically. I feel like there's one person you're living off that list, bro. Who? Dame. You think? Dame. Yo, look at look at Portland right now, right? They are currently sitting in the fifth spot. Yeah. CJ has been out for most of the season. Nurkic has been out for most of the season. Well, not most of the season, but for like past 10, 15 games. Mm. Right? And these guys are still able to... Keep the keep their head way above water. They're in the fifth spot, as I said, way higher than I would have expected them to be without those two guys. And the two people that are getting it done are Dame and uh, Melo. Yeah. So I think you, we all need to to give Dame some some more love than he's he's been getting in that MVP conversation for sure. Mhm. I agree, but yeah. Dame, I think he's. It's sad because even I just did it, but he goes under the radar a lot. He goes under the radar way too much. But mm. I don't think he can win MVP this year. I think he's up there, sure. But I think it's between Jokic and Embiid. I know LeBron's uh, I know LeBron's there. And I know Noble's saying Curry, so inspirational. But I think it's between Jokic and Embiid, man. Jokic and Embiid are just going crazy this year. And they're doing it efficiently. 
Yo, Nobu, who do you I think it's just literally as a matter of standings, I promise you. If the yeah. Warriors go up, Steph Curry's MVP, MVP titles are going to go up. Yeah. Jokic is doing like, obviously, Jokic is a, Jokic is a one of kind type player because he's doing the assist. He's doing something we haven't seen before. Like now with Steph Curry, he's doing things that we have seen before and we have seen them from him. Jokic is still doing. He's still a unicorn. He's doing, he's a big man who can shoot, who can stroke that three like nothing. Nah, Jokic is doing things we haven't really seen Extraordinary. Before, I'll, I'll be honest. Hmm? Jokic is doing some things we haven't seen before, man. We haven't seen a big man have this much impact in the game for a long time. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That Jokic is doing something we haven't seen before. Steph oh, Curry Steph is doing Curry something is. that we have seen yeah, before Steph from is, him. The thing is. The thing that makes it difficult is because Steph Curry is basically replicating his MVP year, but with less help. Exactly. Yep. So how can he not be in the conversation? But I, I don't see how he wins it, man. I don't see them getting good enough, and I, I just don't see how he wins it. That's no, but that's you don't see it now because they're not relevant. Yep. Yeah. I think if he continues to do what he's been doing this last couple of weeks, man, this guy's current like. Over the past like two weeks, he's averaging like thirty-five a game. He had the fifty fifty-two point game against Dallas. Um, just had another forty-something point night. I I honestly think that he's going to have a sixty or seventy-point game this season. Um, it's probably gonna come today against the Nets. Or like what? I'm I'm going to go find when they're playing. Uh, Washington. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. The Warriors are gonna go up in the standards. Listen to me now. The Warriors are going up in the standards. Do you wanna? Do you wanna know what the schedule is for the next eight games? Let They're going on like on a massive Eastern Conference tour. They're going to the Nets, the Cavs, the Heat, the Magic, the Hornets, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Hornets again. <laughs> yeah, that's... bro. That's just that's barbecue chicken, fam. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they might lose a couple of a couple of those games. <laughs> they ain't losing to the Knicks, though. <laughs> they'll, lose. They, they'll lose to the Pacers, maybe. No cap, no cap. Pacers and Nets, maybe, but that's about they'll it. They'll lose to the Pacers, the Nets, the Knicks, and the Hornets. This man is smoking that zoo. Yeah, I can see. Smoking that loud pack. Yup. Yup, he came early, too. <laughs> maybe Hornets. They came Knicks, early this definitely year. Definitely Pacers and Nets, I think they'll lose. They'll lose maybe three or four yeah, of yeah, those that- games. I don't want to say which team, but I think they'll lose three or four. I think they Just lose two or three. Okay, yeah, well, okay. So, so this is my prediction. This is what I say. If they don't, especially if they manage to go, this is a good test for them. If they manage to lose one game, if they lose one game. I say Steph Curry goes to the top, not to the top, or he's right there with Jokic and Embiid for MVP this season. Maybe. And there yeah. is no other complaint. If they lose one game in the next eight games, so they go eight, they go seven and one less next eight games. That's gonna catapult them up into at least mid rank, yeah. maybe even yeah. higher. Honestly, so, I, bro, I, I think I, I I have Jokic a lot lower on the in the MVP ladder than you guys. Like I understand yeah. he's doing a lot, but then I I'm still expecting more from that Denver team. Like they mm. they should be a lot better than they are. Seventh mm. place to me is not good enough with the amount of help that he has, right? Because yeah. with Steph, the reason why he is in that conversation right now is because at the start of the season we're like, okay, you're, you're missing Clay and you just have a bunch of young guys and role players on the team. So if you're able to get them to like a five or six seed, then we could consider you for MVP, right? Mm. But then for Jokic, it's like you have a really good team around you. We're expecting you to be a lot higher than you are. Mm. So really your team is underperforming, even though you're doing special things. Um, so I I think he's he, like the team is underperforming. I, I think part of it's not really his fault but then I think that takes away from his MVP candidacy a little bit at mm-hmm. least so I think so far if the, if the season were to end today I think I'd be looking at Embiid for MVP yeah but as I said I, I would love for it to be a big it's been so long it's been since Shaq I think mm. but yeah because yeah. I'd love, go ahead, I'd love go to ahead. see a big winner but it could be Curry if I, I see Noble's vision a little bit if the Warriors can pick up what they're doing and move quickly, it could it could well be Curry. But a teammate of uh, of your guy Embiid, yeah, Ben Simmons, mm. who should be Defensive Player of the Year, because Ben Simmons thinks it should be him. Ah man, ah like he, I th- I think he he should say that, 
and he he probably is one of the best perimeter defenders in the league right now. Mm. But if I was to give a defensive player of the year right now, right this second, it it'll go to to Shaq favorite uh, Shaq's favorite big man, and that's the the Stifle Tower himself. Yeah, yeah Rudy Gobert has been a madness. Yeah, because he has no. Utah Jazz not allowing anyone to score in the paint. Bro, you see the thing is we talked a lot of shit on Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I, we talked a lot of shit on Rudy Gobert. And I don't think he's worth that contract. But as I said, and you know what, this is how I save myself with a lot of these takes. I, I said to you, I said to you guys, he's good it was a good contract for them because they needed a guy to do mm. what he does. And that's proven yep. true. They need him. They need Rudy Gobert in that starting lineup. They can't lose him. They gave him a stupid contract, yep. outrageous contract. One day he's going to be not good. They're going to probably regret it during this contract. But he's very important for them. But I don't think he can win him. He can win defensive player of the year. Not this year. I think this year I might have to go to either AD. AD is his turn. He needs. He deserves to win one. It could be Kawhi. Yep. I think a guy who's underrated in the defensive player of the year race, and this is going to be wild, is Jalen Brown. I really like him on the defensive end, bro. I really yeah. like See, him, bro. A lot of the time, defensive player of the year usually goes to a big man. Yeah. And, like, it's mostly because with that, when you have a, a really solid big man, he really anchors down your defense, if we kind of mentioned before. The last line of defense is strong. And it's like, he cleans up so much shit. So it's like, with Ben Simmons... Even if he's having like a great defensive game, you could end up like just stick whoever he's guarding, just sticking that guy in the corner and and kind of freezing him out that way defensively. Yeah. But then with Embiid, you can, with with a big man, you can't really do that. Oh, with Embiid. Because yeah. no, no, I, I, I mistakenly said Embiid because yeah. we were talking about him earlier, but he has been really good on the on the defensive end too. But um, with uh, what's his face, Gobert. Go there we go. Yeah, with Gobert, like everything is like comes down to him in that pain, pain area. And Utah Jazz is giving up, like, one of the, the lowest percentage in, um, like, in the paint. So, like, they are stopping, like, he's why, stopping why, a lot of drives to, to the rim. You said? Why should AD not win it, then? AD, AD, I think, the Lakers' defense as a whole has actually been really good. So, he's, like, even the, the couple games that he missed, they've still been pretty good defensively. Yeah, and it's like they they still have Mark Gasol back there too, who's also a shot um, a deterrent in the paint. So AD's numbers don't look as like the difference isn't as stark when he's off the courts because you still have Mark Gasol in there to um, kind of hold the defense together. Yeah. But then with Utah, you take Gobert out, that defense pretty much falls apart. Right. So to me, defensive player, the way I see it is who brings the most value to a team defensively. So it's almost like an MVP, but for mm-hmm. defense. And to me, that has that would go to Gobert because without him, that Utah defense just kind of does not look near nearly as elite as it does right now. I agree with you. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna add is. anything to that. I agree. Rudy Gobert. Is a, exactly. Is a, I was gonna say that was perfectly. He's a great defensive player, man. But I wish it could be a, the contract. I wish it could be a guard, man. <laughs> Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> the contract. He don't deserve that. We know that. But I wish he could be yeah. a guard. You can't get... In my eyes, I'm not going to lie. Listen, people might not like this, but I don't think you can give a player who is not a primary option on your offensive end a max contract like that. You can't give a defensive specialist a max contract like that. It's just... Yeah. It's, it's a recipe for disaster because defensive specialist, Rudy Gobert, he gets an injury. He can't get his hops anymore. That you'll see, you'll see the value of that contract go down rapidly. Yeah, I mean, even go, go back and look at a lot of defensive players or, or guys who have been in that conversation with defensive player of the year. If they're not good on offense, typically their primes are usually a lot shorter. Yeah. So even look at uh, like a guy like Draymond Green. Yes, he's he's still doing really good. But then you wouldn't give Draymond Green, Draymond Green a, a a max contract. Yeah, no, you'd never. Um, we, we're not talking about him in the defensive player of the year conversation anymore. We're not even talking about yeah. him in all star or anything. He used to be all of these things. Yeah, and like other guys like Giannis and and uh, Kawhi who have won it before, they also do a lot on the offensive end as well, yeah. which is why they're able to kind of sustain like that that, that level of uh, or 
their contract is still worth it. Yeah, I don't see but Giannis then, winning it this year, though. No way. No, nah, I, don't, I don't see Giannis. I don't see Giannis. And, and their defense is like, same, same thing with that's happening with the AD and the Lakers. They have a really good defensive team as well. Because yeah, yeah. um, Drew Holiday is there. Uh, Brooke Lopez is still there, like, do, blocking a couple of shots without really jumping very high. Um, <laughs> but, like, they have a really good defensive team. And while he's still one of the best defenders, it's still like, eh, you're on a really good defensive team. It, it, it kind of washes off. Um, but, yeah, I think um, my, my defensive player of the year right now would go to um, Stifle Tower. But Ben Simmons is, he's definitely one of the best um, defensive guys in, like, on the perimeter in the NBA right now. So he, he has a right to feel like he deserves this uh, defensive player of the year award. Yeah, I just want to say one thing. Listen, it's disrespectful. Completely unrelated topic. Um, uh, have you guys seen the second returns of All-Star voting? <laughs> yep. How yep. How people out here? First of all, I don't even understand how Derrick Rose is there. Like, I love D-Rose, but how? How the hell is Julius Randle eighth in the East in All-Star voting? Eight. That's ridiculous. That's where, that's where he deserves. No, it's not. It's not what he deserves. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not what he deserves. He's had a better season than Jimmy Butler has. I honestly think... like I don't know what the the fans are doing right now. I think all of this is going to get fixed by the players and the coaches. Yeah, because the fans um, are but then, up right now. Yeah, because they have Clay Thompson in there as well. Yeah, they have Clay, Clay they hasn't have played a single game this season. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's a bunch of shit that there's not shit but there's a bunch of players that shouldn't be there or maybe not a bunch but there's a few players that are in there that shouldn't be um I think I hope at least all of this, some of this gets fixed by mm. but by the coaches and the players um although the, the players are known to, to fuck things up a little bit as well yeah looking at the list of one of the guys who's there Donovan Mitchell at number four He's about where he deserves to be. Do you think he's reached his ceiling? Because since he's been a rookie, he's basically been the same guy. I don't... Do you really see where he's improved? Like, Metro, yeah, he's becoming smoother. He's becoming smoother, he's smoother. Really, Do you really think... I don't think he's that much different of a player than he was when he was a rookie. Um, I think the, like, the difference is in efficiency. Although, like... Yeah, efficiency, especially from three-point line. He's been getting pretty much like better every year. Um, his two-point percentage has gone down a little bit, but then his field goal percentage has kind of stayed the same. Um, but then his three-point percentage has gotten way better over the over the course, course of the, his career. And, I mean, he's... Yeah, but even now, it's only... It's, maybe he has reached the ceiling? Because the thing is, you say that his, his field goal percentage has gotten way better throughout his career. His rookie season, he shot better than he's shooting now. Oh, his his three point percentage I meant has yeah, gone his up. Three point percentage I agree has gone up from yeah, thirty four to forty. He's getting really smoother with it, as like yeah, for him because he's already very freaking athletic. He's not gonna jump a lot higher. He's not gonna make a lot more explosive plays. He just needs the finesse now to his game. No, but and the sooner he gets the finesse, them. That's why that's why CP three is so freaking good. You know because he just has that finesse. Like he's the finesse god. CP three is the finesse god. He just knows how to connect all the different things he's learned in his whole career to make the best possible play. Every yeah. player that gets to that point, that LeBron has that, that is just the IQ thing now. So he just needs to put IQ to all his explosiveness and bro, he'll be a master. He'll be a monster. Yep. And his playmaking has gotten a little better too. Like it's not like a, like a huge jump. Like I don't see him becoming like a lot better as a player. Um, but then it's like, He's just making like those like tiny tiny improvements that I think Utah would just need to put another star beside him and then they they could start talking about you know being a championship level team. Look, the way mm-hmm. I see it though, I expected in his fourth year. I mean, don't tell them that this season they feel like they have championship aspirations. I, d- I don't feel I feel like they're delusional in these aspirations, but I feel like by this point in his career, I'd expect I would have expected uh, Donovan Mitchell to have been like a almost a thirty point per game scorer. That's the trajectory I expected him to take. But I guess he's a he's a slow burner because he's just been 
He's been averaging 24 for three years now. I would have thought that he would have been taking control. Because you remember that first playoffs uh, against... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when he went against Harden. Uh, uh, no, no, against OKC in the first round. Yeah. Uh, Shut up. No one's talking about that. <laughs> when he played against Harden and the Rockets, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, it was a good playoff. I, I remember the first round against OKC. And I remember how he absolutely took apart that team. By himself. Bro, he hasn't been able to replicate anything like that since. Yo, I uh, excuse like... me. Wait, wait, shut the freak up, please. Can you not remember how... I mean, let's not forget that they did end up tanking the 3-1 lead to Denver. But do you remember what Mitchell was doing? Him and Murray were going the fuck off. Yeah. Mm. Mitchell was like... Mario dropped like a 50 bomb and then Mitchell dropped a 50 bomb and then Mario dropped another 50 bomb, something like that. Yeah, they had, they were both going the not, fuck I'm off. I'm not talking about points. I'm talking about the way that he carried his team through a series. Like, I think he's been knocked out in the first okay, round every year since. I, I think he's too... He, he might be too small to carry a team like all the way in the playoffs. Too little? Just because... Yeah, because... Like... Small guys don't don't really do that very often. Like yes, we we've seen um, AI do it, but then AI is AI. Yeah, that's AI. Right? Let's not talk about AI. Yeah. AI. And it's like Steve Nash was doing it a little bit, but then he yeah, wasn't doing it by scoring. He was yeah, doing it by getting everyone else involved. And he had Mark Stoudemire and uh, Sean Marion and like the whole seven seconds or less offense. Mm. And even with that, he still wasn't able to to make the finals. Yeah. Um, I think he he needs another player. Um, and right now, the the best help that they have for him is um, Conley, who's also a little guy. I yeah. think you need some like someone yeah, six seven six eight. <laughs> need someone six seven six eight that can come in and when when like teams are starting to put clamps with uh, double team Mitchell, someone that can come in and and take the ball out of his hands. Michael Porter Jr. Gallinari is underperforming this season. Now, but Michael Paul Jr., they couldn't have got him, though. They could have got Gallinari. They should have got Gallinari. Yeah. Gallinari is underperforming this season, yeah, though. Yeah, but even, even what he's doing... Is... No, but that's because he's on the Hawks, bro. The Hawks don't know how to use him. Bojan Bogdanovic. True. You see how he was doing in OKC? Any yeah. of these guys, Bogdan Bogdanovic would be good for them there as well. Even if they could entice yeah. Carmelo Anthony, that would have been good for them. They need yep. to get rid of either Boyan, either Boyan Bogdanovich or Joe Ingles. Because, I mean, that's just literally the same fucking player nah, times nah, two. Boyan's got more to nah. than Joe Ingles does. I'm not talking about the guy in Atlanta. I'm talking about the guy who's in Pacers, yeah, right? Sorry, who's Boyan, in Boyan has more in Utah. than Joe Ingles does. Boyan can take some things off the dribble and shit. Yeah. Bro, Jake. Joe Ingles can take threes off the dribble. That's what he does, literally. Not really. Some yeah. awkward, awkward, awkwardly timed jump shots of like the three. Boyan can. Okay, then. Either way, they're too similar in their games. Yeah. You're acting like um, like Boyan, like Joe Ingles is some Derrick Rose type player or some Julius Randle type player. What are you saying? My point is, you need to trade one of them niggas, trade them out the team, send them packing, and then bring another player in here that can take up his spot. And then that yeah. player is the guy you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Di- diversify the, the 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 team uh the team's offense. Cause there he it, go. That's that fancy white talk that I was looking for. Thank <laughs> you. Mm. Yep, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but it's like you, you when you have two of the two guys that do pretty much the exact same thing. It's like the defense doesn't really have to adjust when one of the like when lineups change. You could literally just whatever was working on one guy put the other guy in and the same defensive strategy would work on him too um so definitely i think they just they need to get one i don't know who who is out there to to get i mean maybe they should have gotten in the james harden sweepstakes earlier um because to me you, you need you said who would they have given everyone i don't know like i i, I don't know maybe picks because it seems like that that's a lot of what uh, Houston got back anyways. True. So it's like to me it's, you need some you need some kind of big not a big man but like a a forward. Yeah. Or a big guard to to make it all the way cuz a 5 foot sorry a 6 foot 1 guy is typically not taking you all the way. True. You, you need someone else. I get it. 
But yeah, man, there's there's not been much going on in the NBA apart from one beautiful thing. Mm. Mellow, bro. After oh. they did all, they did him dirty. They did him dirty for like mm-hmm. since he's been back. Yeah, and especially recently, he's been he's been very he's been really good, man. He's been really good for the Blazers, helping them, as you said earlier. Him and him and Dame have been putting in work. Yep. Bro, what did he have? Okay, that's cool and all, but we all know that this is this is just Carmelo Anthony trying to stay relevant in the fading years of his career. It's it's not. Really I mean, like, it's only relevant to Knicks fans, to be honest. So, um, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna let you disrespect disrespect Melo like that. Thank you. Cause he is hooping, bro. Like this guy is everything that they said he couldn't do, which was accept a role and come off the bench and do all that. He's doing it right now. And he's doing it at a really at a high level, and it's like obviously he's not the mellow of, of past that could that would come in and, and ISO and do all that, but then he's doing exactly what the team asked him to do, which is come in, catch and shoot. Everyone's yes, we can we we'll allow you to take some two point jumpers, but not a lot of them. Everything around that three point line, get to the paint and and finish. And he's Look, doing I that. I see him. He's dropped a 23, 24, 20, 23. He's been dropping some. But then yeah. he had two points, and he had twenty two and twenty one. So like in the past one, two, three, like six games, yeah, he's been averaging almost twenty points. He's a yeah. baller, bro. Melo's back, and like with CJ out, with CJ out, this guy is like he he knows he has to do a little more. I think uh, when CJ comes back, they. I, you said? I think they should put him in the starting lineup with Rodney Hood instead of Rodney Hood. Now nah, Rodney, now nah, Melo needs to be come off the bench, bro. He can't play starters. He can't keep up with them. You think? I think he can. I just think it, it, it'd be, be it's it's better for him to to stay up, like to come off the bench because I know he can, bro. Like from just watching him, just watching him, the best he can do, yeah. And then what he's really good at, and he's good at masking this as defense, is just putting a body on people. He just knows how to bang people down low, just bang them when he when they're trying to come into him. That's all he does. Past that, his hand movement, his foot movement, and stuff, and nah, just, he just screams and jumps. I mean. He's making a decent point in that Melo isn't playing much defense. Yeah, I agree. Like, he, he never has. His hand movement is still there. His lateral quickness is gone. That's the problem. Yeah. What well, so hand like, movement, bro? Well, is he averaging steals or something that I don't know about? Everything. I mean, he, I think he can keep up with starters on offense. On defensive end is where he'll struggle. Because it, it's... It's weird because well, not weird, but Dame doesn't play much defense. Um, Rodney Hood is the kind of defensive guy in that starting lineup right now. So if you take him out and put uh, switch on Melo, you're kind of doubling up on on offense and then letting your defense suffer. When you could keep that defense and then have the offense come off the bench true. and actually mm-hmm. true, he's in the perfect role. He's in the perfect situation. That's why when everyone's yeah. saying he's going to come back to New York, I actually didn't want it because he's competitive right now. He's in a good situation. Yeah, exactly. Why would I want to go to a bunch of scrubs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, looking at how the season's gone, we could have used Melo, you know? Yeah, he don't want to be used by you, though. That's the question. That's the, that's the real answer. He rose to fill that Melo role. Wow. That's useful. Let's Yo. see how far it takes you. If D Rose with his two knees blown out is your hope, is your comeback hero, like I really, you know, I can't stop talking. Okay, I do, I do love D Rose as a player. D, D- Rose and Tibbs is the greatest D-Rose. love story in NBA history. No D Rose standard will be tolerated. I'm gonna stop now. Right. D Rose and Tibbs is the biggest bromance in NBA history. No cap. One hundred. Bro, is it the biggest bromance or is that the biggest example of slavery you've ever seen? <laughs> wow. Yo, yo! <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You need to stop a deep it, bro. Yo. Oh my god! Look. He's getting paid millions. He's getting paid millions to do it. I don't, I don't think he comes under slavery, bro. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, it's oh, slavery, bro. Like it's a different type. Okay. Explain. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, the please, rewards are a lot better, but still. Please expound on your points. To the ground. I bet money, I'm betting real strong money, hard money, bro, that almost any other coach in the league, because 
Thibodeau is one of a kind in the way he plays. His. I don't think. I'm trying to think who else plays like plays their starters heavy, heavy no minutes one, like bro. this. Thibodeau just wants to kill people. No. <laughs> one of one. <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. This uh, man degraded. Oh, bro, the meniscus he said chipping at it from the first season. He was like, "Nah, this boy is too healthy. Let's see what we can do. Wow. Let's see what we can do." <laughs> Let's see what we can do. I need to end his career and end this guy's destiny, bro. He's trying to be bigger than me. He wants to be bigger than the coach? Nah, we're not going to have this Michael Jordan story all over again. Nah, fuck this nigga. And he, bro, played him all those minutes and destroyed the man's knees. And then put bear ads all over Chicago that he's coming back. He came back, played in the same goddamn minutes, got him injured again. Like, he's going to come back now. He's going to see the amount of minutes he's going to play. Oh man! Yo, like I've no, I've played twenty minutes a game now. Put watch what Thibodeau does to him. Watch what Thibodeau does. The goal. Oh man! And starting. RJ Barrett should be scared, bro. What? D Rose is gonna start a small forward ahead of him. No, no, he has six more years left in the league, bro. Yeah, hater, bro. You're, you're... Tim, Tim needs to like someone needs to like show him how to do NBA rotations, man. Because I, I think he, he he might think he's coaching soccer. They don't need to. Show him. He I must think, think he's, he's coaching. He's fine. like, I only have three subs, and and I'm going to fucking save them, bro. Exactly. That's <laughs> it. They don't need to coach him shit because our bench is trash, and I do not Yo. him. Going bro, you had Der- uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Bad, I'm bro. sure, I'm sure he could give you like at least ten minutes of decent basketball. Like it doesn't have to be great, but this guy's just like, no, I'm riding the fucking starters. Like, no matter what you do, it's like you, you could you could put up forty in 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 practice. He once was good. He used to jump so high, and then Thibodeau came in. He came in and took his smile. Now that boy, that boy dub, he out the league. That boy <laughs> out. <laughs> he, he needs some milk. You <laughs> 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 should have like a lifetime contract with like a, with a every mug company available, bro. So he can have every player play for him, drinking mug on a constant, bro. Because he, I'm telling you right now, their bones are chipping every single game Yo, they play. Has, has mid game, in his blood. Mid game, don't even give them water, just straight milk. Milk, bro. <laughs> <Just> straight, <laughs> they need that calcium, fam. Yo, cause this bro. guy, like, like, you think Julius Randle is good now? Yeah, see how he plays next season. <laughs> He's gonna be good for one season. He'll play his life out next season. His body's gonna collapse. Boom! Watch it. Nah, nah, nah. Yo. Nah, nah, nah. He he big boned it. He'll be fine. Yeah, Jew is he's, he's just he's built like like uh, Zach oh, Randolph. Oh, I I see I see y'all really want to test Tom. Yeah, just watch it. Julius Randle's gonna start averaging forty two minutes. I'd watch it. it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it, bro. Forty two minutes is like. <laughs> He does like 27, 14, and 8. No cap. Yeah, exactly. He's going to average 27 free throw attempts, 14 makes, and 8 rebounds. Sounds legit. Tibbs needs to... He needs to stop it, man. No, honestly, it's working for this team. He's playing... Because he's giving Mitchell Robinson minutes, it's it's good. He's got good rotations with this team. Because it's young guys, bro. Guess what? Young people grow. They get old. Their bones catch up. You're wearing and tearing them down at a rate that's far, far faster than is than normal. Also, it catches like, up. It's working right now because you're putting you, you have your, your your best five players on the court for almost the entire like for a lot of the for more yeah. of the game than the other team is having their best five on the court. Yeah. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like these guys do need rest. Like we all like we all know the whole like. If you rest players, they they play uh, way longer careers and less injuries and all that shit. But Tibbs is like, no, fuck this shit. We have time to rest them when we've got some depth. Right now, right, run them, <laughs> run them, bro. Let them run. We'll make the playoffs next season. We'll get some some Tyler Ennis. Get some new guys. We'll get some Tyler Ennis to some of these guys, and we'll get you some rest. But this season, just run, <laughs> run. It's just, your conditioning test. 
guy is, is out there running a, a beep test for 48 minutes a night, bro. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. But yeah, I don't know uh, that Noble's... Uh, Noble, you still there? Yeah. Hey, Noble, you can't stop celebrating Valentine's right now, bro. Come, let's end this show. I'm just going to see the camera shaking. <laughs> Y'all niggas nasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yep. Wrap up then. Did you guys... Do you guys want to give any uh, quick updates on on your teams past couple? No, we covered this enough. Yo, no, just we, we have, did I, this. Okay, I feel like you're trying to draw me out. Look it up. Be honest with me. Yeah, are you trying to yeah. start something with me? No. If you're uh, trying uh, to start something with me, I need you I, I was to be just, straight with me. I was just trying to give a. I was just trying to give a Lakers update. To be honest with you, that's what I want to uh, do. Run. In the, in the, run it. Uh, so run. the Lake, Lakers, even though they're on a seven-game win streak, right now. Like the four of those seven games have been way closer, and they've been doing a bunch of dumb shit. Um, and it's been against teams that aren't that great too. Yeah. So like going to double overtime against the Pistons, um, going to overtime against uh, OKC, and twice. then Somehow. twice. And then last uh-huh. night, last night they were down twenty in the first half against the Memphis, uh, the Grizzlies, and it's just. I don't know why you they know start, start. You know what it reminds like me of? You know what, what it reminds me? And I swear this happens with every team LeBron is on after the win. It reminds me of the Miami Heat. Do you know? I think it was after they won their ring the season after where they had like a thirty-seven game win streak or something. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. there would be games, yeah, where they would literally take like the first half or the first three quarters off, and then they would just switch on because like yep. I feel like it. For LeBron, yeah, LeBron is getting tired, bro. Like he don't done. He's seen everything. The yeah. regular season is nothing to him. So I think maybe he just doesn't get locked in, and yeah, yeah, because just it. You all just need to get locked in, man. It's, 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 it's just literal fatigue, bro. Yeah, because the time. game against the Pistons, they were Lakers were up mm. seventeen in the fourth, like in the late third quarter, going to the fourth, and next thing you know, the Pistons catch back up and mm-hmm. go into overtime. First overtime, Lakers are just that doing whatever. Gave me sixty fantasy points that day, and mm-hmm. then. Second night, like the second overtime, LeBron oh, just takes oh, over oh. and he's just like, eh, it, it is what it is. I'm the king. I'm bro, the game Lakers, over. The he's the king. Right, though, bro. They're going to be fine. Bro, you know what? His layup package seems to have, his layup package seems to have expanded this season. Mm-hmm. LeBron has been giving some nice layups, bro. Like some really yeah. nifty one. That's why. Yeah, and his his, his three point percentage is actually the highest it's ever been in his career. Yeah, so this no. is yeah, he's getting good news. he's getting slow. I'm, I need someone to check. I know that man's getting slower too. So he's slowing down the game, but he's not he's not getting slower because his body's making him his body's making yeah, him do that. He's doing it so he can be more effective, and that's yeah. so sick because he know his he knows he's big, so he plays slow, and when he needs to, he goes with enough power to overpower almost anybody in his vicinity. And he does what he needs to do. That boy big, that boy strong. That boy is a king, man. Uh, yep. Preach. But, I mean, aside from, from them giving me heart attacks almost every night, I'm still happy that they, they, they're going on the swing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Aside from that, do we do we have any more topics to cover? I know it was okay, a, yeah, a slow-ass news week. We don't cover any more teams. We, we already know how all our teams are doing. We don't really, we don't really need to do no <laughs> update. We don't need, like, there is no point in continuing this section any further. I'm sorry, so no, I think we should just move on to the I'm next sorry, section. No, because we just have a... I'm sorry, you can hear some background noise behind me. I'm, I apologize for that. That's just noise. Don't focus on the noise. Just focus on me, okay? Focus on my voice. My voice is right here. I need you to focus on me, okay? Okay, so yeah, the Lakers are doing good, right? And I think, yeah, it will be interesting to see how far they go in the season. I want to see what the final eight... You know what? The final eight in the West and the East are going to be both really... It'll be really, really Honestly, nice to see it. Really but yeah, yeah, it's been, a great, it's been a great talk, guys. So yeah, this is your boy Noble doing the sign-off for once in his goddamn life because we ain't going to let no Knicks fan get any airtime. This is your boy I'm Noble. That's your boy Nizzy. Cheesy man Nizzy. The boy... Oh, I mean, I, I don't really need to mention it. Yo, it's okay. not even the next update he's trying to do, bro. I'm trying to say, I'm sorry. I don't want to. Listen, I know I got ahead of myself and I was trying to do the update. That was selfish of me. You can go first, Noble. Please go ahead and provide an update on your team. <laughs> so this, I just missed. He just wait. 
Chisholm, I swear you just tried to set me up. Nah, it, it wasn't fucking. <laughs> I, I know I beat the stats, yeah. I know I beat the stats. I fuck it, but you, yeah, you, you are trying to draw me out because I was, I wasn't gonna stop. I was gonna finish my sentence. I moved the fuck on. You made me stop. You made me stop. I listened to this bullshit. So this might waste another forty seconds of my life. Why did you know? This might just waste another forty-five seconds. Fifty. 50, because we're still talking about it. No, but oh, man. The fact that you're not willing to give an update on your team or that you don't want to shows a lot of insecurity. I think you should see someone <coughs> about that. I know it's very embarrassing. Okay, so in terms of updates, yeah. Um, so right now, COVID. Um, so I don't know if you know about this, but COVID, the global disease and everything, it's really been affecting the NBA. A few games have had to be postponed. And it's really interesting to see how those postponed games are going to, when they're going to be played, how it affects the final schedule and everything. Um, but yeah, it's the league has really been to make sure that uh, the schedule stays up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm a little bit scared about is the All Star game because honestly, it should not be happening. It could cause some more games to be cancelled at the end of the day. It's really dumb. Honestly, um, but yeah. Like I said, it's been a great podcast that we've had today. This is your boy Noble. We got that boy Cheesy with us. We got that big boy, big man. Look at him. Whole Knicks fan. You, you know, he's mentally depressed. Vinu, we're all signing out today. It's been fun, guys. It's been fun. Double digits. That double digit. You know double what? Digits, guys, I much promise like you. OKC's league position. My voice is going to sound like sex because I ordered a mic. But uh, fortunately, like I said, your boy is doing his Valentine's Day in a whole different uh, no country, international. I'm international, mm. bro. I crossed the border that today. You're romantic. Next fan, you're local as fuck. Romantic. You alive. The next fan. Look. No romantic. You enjoy your exactly. Valentine's no You enjoy your you Valentine's Put down on a t-shirt on the dog. You you enjoy your Valentine's Day yeah, because yeah. I know I know there won't be any OKC games. Okay, so yeah, this man is trying to start some shit again. So we no go see. This is positivity. This is what you do when you start hearing some noise in your life. You speak above it. You speak above the pain. You don't let that shit come into your ears. You don't let madness come into your life. No. So we speak happiness and joy and you know uh, 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 into our lives so that's what we're doing <laughs> and with that being said for the third and final time it's your boy noble that boy cheesy and the saddest motherfucker on this planet <laughs> you can't even say his name that's how sad he is Renu, yeah denial from you here noble listen i know i'm here for yeah. you if you need to talk ever just just cool it's okay see you see what my voice ended cheesy if you want me to be your best friend, yeah. Oh, God. See, see, you see the gang say right now, yeah. You better, you no, better this end guy's threatening our friendship. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. I'm loading the blicky on you. Blick. Hey, hey, hey. We're not trying to get censored, bro. Put those gun fingers away. On, 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 a, on a serious note, though. Um, That's why I brought it out. This is done. On a serious note, it is uh, all three of us are going to be signing out today. Um, we're in double digits now, 10th episode. Double digits, much like OKC's yeah. league position. Um, and it's been great. It's been a great episode um, talking about a lot of great teams in OKC. And. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me, Chiefs and my I don't like the way my name sounds in your mouth. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, fuck. Are you once saying again. thank you? Bro, yeah, yeah. You bro we forgot to tell people to fucking like, subscribe, and all this shit. You are a snake because if you if you listen to what I said, there's nobody for thank yous. The podcast is bit over. It's bit over for we're the last supposed to tell people to like and I, subscribe and and follow the the pf underscore ht page on Instagram and all that shit. I'm gonna say it and you can take it and put it there. But I don't want to. I don't want to hear this motherfucker's voice. I don't want to hear this voice. I don't need to hear no hey, and if you if you listen this far in the podcast, make sure to go to our Instagram and comment on uh, on any any recent post. OKC after yeah, just comment OKC at fourteen, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe that might be the title of the ep- of the episode. You know, I'm a patient man. I'm a scheming man. 
at some point in the future, in the very near future, we're gonna see. I feel like the situation gonna change, so we're gonna see. Just know, yeah, you got a man who's watching the league, and I'm watching the league, and I don't give a fuck who comes first. I'm looking at who comes last. Just know, I'm looking at the bottom of the table, not the top. That's Why? Where my competition the is pride. this season. The pride is <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to look at at the top, bro. What? I have no business. I got no business up there. So live us, yeah. Us Ali Rats, we gonna fight. We gonna squat this year. I went from Kevin Durant to Darius Baisley. <laughs> I think we'll end the episode with that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you all up. Leave your fans. You guys are...